Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one Ritzel at a time, back with a surprise Friday guest, someone who is going to be recording the audiobook of here. No pressure. Now it's on video. You have to do it. Uh, let's welcome Dion from Dion Talk to the show. How you doing, buddy? Howdy. Doing great. Got my Friday hat on. Um, <laughs> I like I'm it. probably about a third of the way through the book. Every time I go to do it, you know, life happens. I lost my voice for a month and then I've had to travel <laughs> for work, but definitely going to get there. Uh, it's important to me to get it out in audible. Yes. And because that's the way I took in your first book. And I don't know that my voice is better than a robot voice that Amazon used <laughs> for the first one, but I'm going to try. Yeah, I'm sure it will be better. That is the consistent feedback I have gotten. So uh, I appreciate the offer. It's very, very nice of you. Uh, the sad part about Mr. Robot Voice is that cost me over $5,000, five, five grand. And oh, by the way, I make less than a dollar per audiobook. So uh, yeah, that's not getting re-recorded. It's uh, that was a that was a whoops. And uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, I'm not going to swallow that expense twice. So uh, thank you very much. So what no, I thought looking forward to getting that done. Yeah. So what I thought we would do is I wrote this book with the audience in mind. Don't know if it's don't know if it worked or not, but I wrote this book for all the people that watch my channel. My first book, One Rental at a Time, is great. Lots of people love it, but it's only my story. Right. Married guy, has a kid, figures out he's in the rat race at 30, builds a portfolio out of the MLS, buy and hold. 15 years later, it worked out. It's a great story, but it's one story. That's why this book has 15 different conversations. So given that you've read it, probably read it a couple of times, talk about some of the stories that resonated with you uh, in topics that you, you captured in here. Technically, this is the only book I've read in the last 20 years that came up in our Two Truths and a Lie the other day. And I got called out on a little bit. It's, it's kind of cheating to say, yeah, but I've listened mm -hmm. to 536, according to my Audible app. No, I uh, give it to you. You're, listening versus reading, very different. So I, I, I tend I, to retain better when I listen. Mm -hmm. um, and finding time to read is the challenge. Yeah, yeah. But you, we can listen while driving, at work, while doing whatever. Um, one of the reasons why I want to get it on Audible is because I, I took in your first book on Audible because I had time to listen. Mm. Um, there are a few chapters that I really like in this book. Mm. There, there are some, I went through all of them and it's kind of like when I watched the content on your channel, on this channel, One Rental at a Time or on Bigger Pockets, some guy might come in talking about buying laundromats mm -hmm. and how he did it for 15 years and how he's got X millions of dollars. And I'm thinking, I don't own laundromats. I don't want to run a business that way. I don't want to do that. But wow, I took down like three or four notes in this conversation that have nothing to do with that that will benefit me. Yeah. So pretty much every chapter had something that I took away. Um, I really like uh, Lazy Girl REI, chapter yeah. two. Chapter two, yeah. Uh, April, because, April Crosley for the win. That's that, that's a great story. I mean, and again, the reason she's in the book, sorry to interrupt, is that's a story that I couldn't tell, right? She had a, she had a child very young. Uh, not my story. Um, she, she was in the healthcare field, not my story. And now she's, or at least for a time when the book came out, she was traveling in the country in an RV, doing some private lending and doing some other stuff. So again, it was really important for me to get stories that were not mine and, and, and I couldn't get and again, I want to do that because there's so many people out there that's like, oh, great. I, you know, the one rental at a time story, I get it, but that's not me. Well, were you a teenage mom? Where, you know, did you do this? Did you do this? That's, that's, 
an example of a story that I couldn't tell, and I was so happy to tell April's story. Yeah, and I mean, there's a, there's one thing that I liked in all the stories that I'm uh, chapters that I'm going to talk about. But what I liked about April's was my my gland my my gland my plan was 20 years Marine Corps, yep, 20 years law enforcement, and retire with two pensions. Like at 18, when you have no idea how the world works, you think, okay, yeah. those there's not many fields left that have pensions, so these are two things I can do, and then I'll have a, a comfortable retirement in 40 years. That was yeah. a good plan. That was a good uh, plan. Oh. Right. And, and so April did all of that effort and energy and mental gymnastics it takes to get through the process of becoming a nurse. Mm -hmm. Initially, I think, and, and I'm not in her shoes, but this is the way I, I think of it. Mm -hmm. She thought, I will do this for X number of years and mm -hmm. have a, a pension or a, a large enough retirement account for so-so security to have a retirement. Mm -hmm. And something shifted in her mindset, like it did in mine, that maybe there's another way to do this. And way before 50 she made work completely optional took that year traveled around mm -hmm. so that's what i like about her story then there's a chapter of a young couple who want to be financially independent by 45 and yeah. um, what i liked about theirs and this is something i'm i'm struggling with like today they're dave ramsey fans yes i'm a i'm a just first three steps dave ramsey fan yeah right? get an emergency fund tackle consumer debt, um, build up a reserve. Like, so I'm 100% on board. Mm -hmm. But if you don't use debt to build an investment portfolio in real estate, it'll take you decades to do, I mean, multiple decades to do what you could do in five years. Yeah. Um, I would currently have one of my duplexes if prices were what they were when I started wow. with the amount of money I've invested. So without debt, I would, I would still have to work. Mm -hmm. uh, work's been optional for me now. Um, due to one rental at a time since 2018. That's literally how long it's been since I've had to work. Mm -hmm. But do we focus on paying off debt or adding investments? And as I'm getting closer to that 10 mortgages in my own name, and I'm not trying to build this, this, this machine that you and Matt, the lumberjack landlord have, mm -hmm. I just want to make sure work is completely optional for the rest of my life and my kids will inherit millions and I'm there. Um, at some point, it will make sense to tackle the debt instead of adding mortgages. I, I'm not quite there yet, but I know I'm struggling with mentally. When does that happen for me? So I like listening to their story or reading their story because I can connect with that. Yeah. And then, of course, meet Kevin. Yeah. And, and, and I think I think I like the chapter on that because his last two years of content is so far away from real estate. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I have to remind myself, and every now and then he does come up with a fundamentals video where I'm like, oh, this is this is great. I'm gonna listen to this. But if it's if it's stimulus, if it's Russia, if it's stocks, if it's all these other things, I'm not there. But yeah. the version that you talk about in your chapter with him yeah. is oh, that's right. With a 203k loan, you can get started in this. You can get to the point where you can do things like make a YouTube channel like yeah. he did yeah. and, and have the time and energy to do that. So, but that, that's not my favorite chapter. My favorite chapter, I think is your favorite chapter. It's the lady in her seventies mm -hmm. who, and this is my takeaway from all of the chapters that I liked. Based on your age mm -hmm. and the size of your portfolio, what we do changes. Exactly. When we're first starting out, I wanted to get into debt. I wanted to get mortgages. I wanted to get leverage. I wanted to gain appreciation on multiples of what I invest. I wanted to have a good equity position so I wasn't over leveraged. I was using the logic of it. But that might change when I start deleveraging. Mm -hmm. 
meet Kevin. He makes so much money off of YouTube that it doesn't make sense for him to focus all on real estate. And it's, it's something I brought up a couple of times where Warren Buffett says, make sure you diversify or, or it's not worth it. And then Charlie Munger steps in and goes, well, don't diversify until you're wealthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you focus to become wealthy. And then once you meet, once you meet, meet Kevin's yeah. range of wealth, now you diversify to protect your assets. So mm -hmm. that's what I really took away from the lady in her 70s. Yeah. You know, and, and how she says, Have you ever met a 70-year-old um, landlord who does it well? So she didn't want to be that. And I was like, okay, so at some point I'll be 70. Yeah. Or 55 and think, okay, it's time to not be a landlord anymore. Or maybe, maybe eventually hire that property manager. Yeah. So to sit back at no matter what stage we're in and investing and think based on my age and my goals and the size of my portfolio, what is the best thing for me to be doing? And that's my takeaway every time I open the book and I look and I see a different chapter. I think at this point, this is what made sense to this person. Um, and I don't want to go through all the chapters. Those are my main ones. I mean, I, I like the guy, I think it's Troy Good. I'm not sure if you've ever named it, but he got into investing, lost a decade, and now he runs a successful business. I don't know um, that matches Trey, Troy Good's story. If, if mm -hmm. Tim, I don't know if it was or not. Um, yeah, it's not him, but yes. I okay, cool. Choice. So it's so literally a, a story so similar that it's, you know, not common, but I've, yeah. I've heard it more than one place now. Yeah. Yeah. I love those chapters you called out just to kind of summarize. Because they first off, I, I whiteboarded or, or kind of tried to sketch out this book, right? Figuring out which of the 500 interviews I've done became a list of 15 was not um, not an easy task. You know, some of them jumped out at me just because they were so unique, like April Crosley's story was selected right away. Meet, Meet Kevin's story was selected right away, not because who he is. Actually, Meet Kevin is the reason I didn't name any of my guests. That chapter was so meaningful to me, but I didn't want it to be swayed because of him or his what he is now, because at the time he was running for governor, right? When I was writing the book or putting the in putting it together, I'm like, I don't, I don't want the connection, but I wanted high school sweethearts, lives in Florida, she's in California, moves across the country, finishes high school, living with his girlfriend's parents, works at Jamba Juice, saves up money, two or three K loan, sells his body. I mean, that's the story I wanted. And that's why none of the other chapters are named because I didn't want to name his chapter. So uh, that was important. April's story, I love her to death, what, what she's been able to do and what she's doing now. Yeah, the, my favorite chapter, uh, and again, I knew that was going in right away, was somebody who's ahead of us, right? Th three decades ahead of us. And kind of having somebody whisper in my ear almost, Michael, pay attention to this. This will, you know, hopefully this will be you someday, right? Um, so you'll have to think about these things. Um, then Dave Ramsey fans had to be in there. Uh, one thing you didn't talk about that's in there is a burr is in there a couple of times because it's a particular hot button of mine. Burr is wonderful, but as you'll see in one of the chapters, it's an advanced strategy, not a beginner strategy. So uh, I'm very proud of the book. Uh, also, we got all my experts in there, right? I got uh, I got I got pictures of my experts. It was it was it was my attempt to give back to everybody that's given something. So, well, you know. Yeah, that, that, I feel good about it, but, uh, you know, and thank you for, you know, going to record the Audible. That'll be wonderful. Yeah, um, I think I'll send you what I have early next week. It's, sure. it's like, like I said, I'm about a third this week, and I'll probably get to at least a half. Yeah. 
not the fastest reader. So I think people, when they have it on Audible, on, on Audible they might put it to 1.5 or something. Sure. But what I really like about the book is you have experts who come on mm-hmm. and you have all of these different successful people who come on and you have some, you know, brand new investors who come on and share their story. Yeah. But for most of us, you know, Matt, the lumberjack landlord goes, I took this money out. I'm buying this next property. I say I've saved up three or $400,000 for the down payment for the next one. So it's really hard to identify with what April did in the first couple of years, what meet Kevin did in the first couple of years. And every now and then for us to remind of where we where I was at 10 years ago, you know, how long Matt house hacked. Yeah. Yeah. That that will now be video number two today or or topic number two, uh, because I think we need to hit that. We need to, because there are kind of three sections to everybody's journey. So we're going to keep that for uh, video number two, Dion. But thank you for this. This has been a lot of fun. Where can people find you? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk, Financial Freedom, and soon on Audible. That's going to be awesome, man. Thanks again. Ciao.